Hello friends, my name is Eric Clowert and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I delve into different aspects of Stoicism. Sometimes it's me interviewing somebody within the Stoic community, other times it's just me talking about my opinion about a different idea or topic within Stoicism. I do my best to share my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them and implement some of these things in your life in a better way. So today's episode is about acceptance. And over the past couple of weeks, I've talked about acceptance in different aspects of our lives. The first one being self-acceptance and how important that is. Uh, The next being acceptance of others for exactly who they are and how that can help us in our lives. But today I want to talk about just kind of overall acceptance of life and what life throws your way. So the Stokes have a term called amor fati, which means to love your fate. And while I think we can all strive to reach that point where we love everything that life throws our way, I think at the very beginning, just accepting what life throws your way is, is a good place to start. And just to be clear, when I talk about fate in this context, it doesn't mean fate as in you are fated in your life, but simply what life brings your way. Lao Tzu said, Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize that there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. So what does it mean to accept our fate? Well, to me, it means that we learn to be, at the very least, accepting of everything that life brings our way. You don't have to love what life sends your way, but you at least have to accept what life brings your way. And why is this so hard? Why is this just accepting what life brings our way such a challenge to us? And why do we resist so much? I think that it comes down to we want to have control over our lives. We have expectations of what our life should be and that it should be some certain way. The people should act a certain way. We want things to be the way that we want. We are very egocentric in that way. And there's so little that we actually have control over. I mean, we've talked about this before. We have control over our thinking and judgments and our choices and actions. But if we're constantly complaining about or wishing that things would be different than they are, then we're wasting a lot of energy on things we can't control. Then we spend our lives feeling resentful over things that we don't have control over. We're constantly unhappy that life doesn't measure up to our expectations. So why should we accept fate? Well, at its core and most fundamental aspect, to not accept what life sends our way is actually very foolish because it means that we're denying reality or as Eckhart Tolle says to complain is always non-acceptance of what is the other thing is is you never know what life is going to bring your way you may think that you want your life to be a certain way or that you have a certain house or a certain car or a certain kind of lifestyle but end up somewhere far different and with far being around people that are far different than what you expected I mean, honestly, I never thought I would do something like go to Burning Man. But I found that how my life turned out has been pretty good. It's been hard. There are a lot more challenges than I expected. Um, There are things that I wish were better or wish were easier. But I've also grown a lot and I've learned a lot because of all of the challenging things in my life. And in your case, you never know what that might be. Maybe that broken heart that you have today 
is the thing that sends you on the path to find a much healthier relationship that makes your life far better than the relationship that you left. I think a good example of this is when we look at Zeno of Citium, who was the founder of Stoicism. What happened to Citium is that he was a very wealthy merchant, and he was sailing with a whole bunch of cargo, and they ended up in a shipwreck. And he lost a lot of money. It ruined him financially. But because of that shipwreck, he ended up in Athens, and he was visiting a bookseller, and he came across Memorabilia by Xenophon, which was a book about philosophy, and it, it left him with the desire to meet people like Socrates. So he asked the bookseller where he could find such different philosophers. And the bookseller happened to point out one who was one of the most famous cynics at the time, uh, a man in Crates of Thebes. And the bookseller said, that man over there is very much like Socrates. And so Zeno went and studied under this man. And because of the different philosophical teachings that he learned, he came up with Stoicism. I'm sure that the way that his life turned out wasn't what he expected to be. It wasn't what he wanted. But later on in his life, he joked around. He said, I made a prosperous voyage when I was shipwrecked. And that was him recognizing that this thing that could look so awful to so many people was actually one of the best things that ever happened to him. So some of the other things that happen when we learn to just love our fate is that we're, we're a lot more able to stay present because we aren't worried as much about what's going to happen in the future because we recognize how little control we have over the future. We can focus on the process of whatever it is that we're doing. We can be mindful about our days and try to live more in the moment and do what we're doing well rather than worrying about what kind of outcome we're going to have. We can just let go of those kind of things and deal with life exactly as it is. And at that point, we can be curious and excited to see what life brings our way. So I guess the next question is, is, is acceptance the same as acquiescence? And I'm going to be very clear about this. No. Acceptance is not acquiescence. It's not us throwing up our hands into the air and saying, oh, you know what, this is just what life is going to send my way and there's nothing I can do about it. But what it means is that it's acknowledging what is happening. It's just simply acknowledging this is what life gave to me. It's just accepting that these are the things that are happening. Again, it doesn't mean that we have to love it, but it means that we just have to accept it because that's what's really happening. And when we accept reality for what it is, then we can look at what choices we have in the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And we stop wishing the things were different. So what are the things that we can do to learn to love our fate? Obviously, just working on acceptance of that. We can acknowledge how little control we have over everything. We can also de develop gratitude for what that life is exactly what it is. I think one of the best ways that we can learn to love our fate is, is from a very simple quote that Marcus Aurelius said. And he said, how ridiculous and how strange to be surprised at anything which happens in life. And that if we can look at life as something we should never be surprised by, that whatever life sends our way, that we just go, yep, this is what life is sending to me now. And not be surprised about it and just say, you know what, this is what life is sending my way. And I will take these things and I will make the best with what I have. 
just that simple open idea and just being open to what life gives you can just save you so much time and stress about things and can open up opportunities that you might never think of. I think another good example of this is Elizabeth Gilbert. So Elizabeth Gilbert is a best-selling author. She wrote a book called Eat, Love, Pray. And the way that Eat, Love, Pray came about was she was getting divorced. She was really struggling with her life. She was alone and she kind of wanted to get her life back and find out who she was. Her relationship was was very painful and very distressing. And she sat down and had this idea and wrote her publisher and said, Hey, I want to, you know, I want to take this journey. I want to learn these things. It's kind of a, you know, there's some ideas and I want to write a book about these things. And because of that willingness just to accept that this is where her life was, she recognized that she was now free to be able to go and explore some of these things and, and figure out a bit more of who she was. She didn't look at the end of her relationship as being this horrible, awful thing, but as an opportunity to step up and grow and become more the person that she wanted to be. So another thing that happens is that when we learn to accept our fate, then we feel a lot less regret over the things that have happened in our past. And it's not just that we recognize that we can't go back and change those things so that it's something that's out of our control, but more that we recognize that those things happened in the past that have led us to where we currently are. And that all of these little things that happened have been the path that has taken us to where we are in our life. And even if you don't like where you are in your life at this moment, because sometimes we don't like it, there's always something you can learn from anywhere that you are. And all the things in your past taught you some kind of lesson. And those things you regret, well, you can look back at those regrets and see how they shaped you into the person you are. And regret in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing because regret can remind us of choices that led, led us to an outcome that we are unsatisfied with. It's a reminder that we can think longer and make different choices when faced with something similar in the future. So one of the interesting things for me is that once I kind of wrap my head a little bit better around about how to accept life and what it brings your way, is that there was this quote by Epictetus that had long perplexed me that started to make a little bit more sense. And it says, An ignorant person is inclined to blame others for his own misfortune. To blame oneself is proof of progress, but the wise man never has to blame another or himself. And when I first read this, I'm like, I don't get that because if something goes wrong, I mean, somebody's to blame for it, right? I mean, this person, either somebody did something wrong or the person who was trying to do that did something wrong. And as I thought more about this, I realized that when we just accept that things are going to happen as they will, and that the amount of things that go into all of the things in our life and just the complexity of things that are outside of our control, that spending time trying to place blame is just kind of pointless. And mistakes, as they're generally thought of, at least to me, are really just missed expectations. We thought that something was going to happen and it didn't. And so we look at that as a mistake. But when we recognize that we can't control the outcome of pretty much anything, but we can only control the effort that we put into the process, then we can just let the outcome B 
be what it's going to be. And blaming somebody else for ourselves is to blame somebody for missed expectations. It just means we had an idea of what we thought should happen, and it didn't happen that way. And so we can either accept that this is how life is now and deal with things as they are, or we can sit around and be upset about things not going the way that we wanted them to. So just remember, that next shipwreck that you run into might just be the most prosperous thing that happens in your life. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. As always, be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening.